Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of Happiness Hacks. I'm your host, John Davidson, and in this episode, I'm going to be explaining how a very subtle detail about how your brain works can make a fundamental difference to your experience of being alive. So let's get started. Everybody wants to be happy. It's the one thing we all have in common. So why is it so difficult to achieve? I'm John Davidson. I'm a psychotherapist and I've spent my entire life uncovering the secrets to human happiness. I believe it's possible to hack your happiness to live a richer, fuller and more meaningful life. And in this podcast, I'm going to show you how. Welcome to Happiness Hacks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this first episode of Happiness Hacks. I'm really excited to be here. I've got so much really cool stuff to share with you. Um, And I thought a podcast would be the best way to do it. To be honest, I really love podcasts. I listen to podcasts myself every day on the way into work. I've got about a a 45-minute commute into the office um, there and back. So I've got an hour and a half a day of basically sitting on public transport, um, which kind of feels like dead time. So I got into the habit of listening to podcasts and it really transformed that time from feeling like a bit of a pain into something actually that I look forward to every day. Um, I love podcasts. I enjoy podcasts. I like consuming new information in that way. So I thought, why not create a podcast? that shares with people the, uh, the, the, the kind of the, the knowledge and the experience that I've developed um, through the process of delivering more than, more than 10,000 counselling sessions. It's bonkers. I sat, I sat down earlier to work it out. In the process of working with that many people, hearing that many different stories, um, helping people to figure out, you know, what's going on for them, what is it that they're doing that's that's causing how they're feeling and what is it that they could change that would make uh, a big difference to how they're feeling? What happens is you start to notice some patterns, you start to uh, learn a few tips and tricks, but also you start to notice a lot of repetition. It's the same few things that brings people to, to therapy, that brings people to see a psychotherapist like myself. And, and after a while, you start to notice that like, oh, right, there's, it's that issue again, or, oh, it's, it's, it's that behavior, or it's, it's that approach, or it's, you know, they're using their brain in that way. I've seen this before. I know that that causes problems for people, but also now I know exactly what it is that people need to do uh, to, to, to get themselves out of these situations. So this is the purpose, really, of this podcast. It is the stuff that I'm learning in working with all of my clients. And also, you know, we have lots of therapists now that work at Clarity and and we're all learning things all of the time. So it's an opportunity to kind of pull all of that together and then share it with you so that you can benefit from that too. And you can, you can take the stuff that people have paid a lot of money for in private therapy, you can get all of that for free. And you can implement it in your life to, uh, to see how it helps you. So the purpose of these podcasts is really, you know, every time we identify one of these hacks, one of these happiness hacks, there's kind of little, a little trick, a little technique, a, a little technology that you can use that when you implement it, 
it always, it always, 100% of the time, guarantees that you will experience an uplift in how you feel. You'll experience an uplift in your quality of life. You'll feel uh, experience an uplift in your your confidence, your self-esteem, your flexibility, your sense of general okayness, you know, that feeling of like not needing to worry about it because you just, they're just, it just isn't a problem. You know, we're just not experiencing any problems. So these happiness hacks can lead us to these kinds of states of mind. And in today's episode, because it's our first episode and it's it's a really special one for me, I thought I'd start with perhaps one of the most important happiness hacks that I've discovered in my career. And it's all to do with um, a little-known part of the brain and how it contributes to your experience of being alive. At any one particular moment in time, there are literally millions of pieces of sensory information that are coming into your brain through your eyes and your ears and your, you know, your fingertips and your sense of smell and your taste. It's like we're absorbing it all, all of the time. And there's just way too much, way, way, way too much for your brain to be able to process all of it. So there's a small part of your brain and it acts like a little filter. And the way this works is it eliminates the vast majority of all of that information And it kind of reduces it down to just the things that are relevant to us in some way. So you'll experience this if, for instance, you've ever bought a new car. Let's say that you've gone out and you've bought yourself a new yellow Mini. And the minute you start thinking about buying yourself a new yellow Mini, you'll start seeing them everywhere. And it it almost seems like there was none and now there's loads everywhere you look. Or you could have gone shopping and bought yourself an item of clothing and then the minute you put it on, you walk down the street. It's like everybody's wearing it. It's like, what? You just start spotting it everywhere. And the reason is it was always there, but your brain was filtering it out because it wasn't relevant to you. You know, you weren't interested in yellow minis for, for a long time. So any yellow minis that went past your brain, that this filter part of your brain just went, not relevant, so I'm not going to let this through to conscious awareness. So there's this kind of aggressive filtering that's going on all of the time. Now, why this is relevant to you is that what we set our filter on determines what we experience. So if you think that maybe there was 100 pieces of information and your brain sieved through all those different pieces of information and found that there was really only two pieces of information that were really relevant to your life at that particular moment in time, it eliminates the other 98. So 98% of that data is just gone, right? And there's 2% that you're aware of. Now that means that your view of the world is extremely distorted You know, most of the things are being eliminated from your conscious awareness. You don't even know that they're there. And it starts to look like that 2% is all there is. It's all we notice. It's all we see. Now, what this means is, for our happiness, the impact that this has on our happiness is, if we're interested in, for instance, show me all the people that don't like me, If that's what we're thinking about at that moment in time, you know, I believe that people don't like me very much. Your brain's going to say, 
okay. They're interested in people not liking them. So what we're going to do is we're going to show them all of the evidence that people don't like them. And all of this evidence that people do like them, we're going to filter that out. They're not even going to be aware that that exists. Because it's just not interesting to, to that person. So if we have an interest in being right about how terrible things are, our brain is going to show us a version of reality that kind of proves us right by filtering out all of the evidence that proves us wrong and just showing us the details that correspond with what we're interested in. So what does this mean? This means that if we're looking for problems in our relationship, we're only going to see problems in our relationship. Is there good things in our relationship? Of course there is, but our brain is filtering them out because we're not interested in that. So it's helping us by saying, you know, I don't want to burden you with all this superfluous, unnecessary information. I mean, clearly you're not interested in seeing what's good in your relationship. So, so I, you know, I'll save you the bother of having to sift through that information yourself. I'm going to help you by kind of blocking that from your conscious awareness. So if we're looking at our partner and we're thinking, I, I think my partner's the wrong person for me, your brain is going to show you how they're the wrong person for you and eliminate how they are the right person for you. So there's plenty of details there. There's plenty of information there. There's plenty of evidence there that that person is right for us. But we're not interested in that. We're not looking for that. So our brain is going to filter it out for us. Now, this is massive. This is absolutely huge. Because what this basically means is your experience of reality is a heavily edited version of what is really happening. And your brain is just showing you what you want to see, you know, seek and ye shall find. If you look for something, you're going to find it. So if you look for all the reasons that your relationship is bad, you're going to see all the reasons your relationship is bad. If you look for all the ways that you're not good enough, you're going to see how you're not good enough. If you look for all the ways that people don't like you, you're going to see how people don't like you, you know. If you look for all the ways that you're a failure, you know, that you are not achieving your potential, you know, that you've made mistakes. If you're saying, show me all the mistakes I've made, your brain's like, okay, here you go. Here's all the mistakes you've made. If you're like, you know, show me, show me how I can't trust people. Your brain's going to be like, okay, I'll show you all the evidence that shows how you can't trust people. And it eliminates everything else to the contrary. So our experience of life is literally dictated by what we're interested in, what we're interested in seeing. Now, just, take, just think about this for a second, right? That means that the way that you experience reality, it's just one heavily edited version of what is really happening. Now, I can illustrate this quite easily. So just wherever you are right now, all I want you to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count down from 10, and I want you to just look around and I want you to count all of the yellow things that you can see around you. So don't look yet, but in a moment I'm going to say just quick, quick scan around the area and count how many yellow things you can see. Okay, ready? Okay, start. Keep looking. Count the yellow. Halfway there. Okay, stop. Okay, have you got a number in your head? So how many yellow things did you see? 
Okay, now here's my question. How many blue things did you see? Okay. Do you notice what happened there? What happened when you were looking for yellow? What did you see when you were looking for yellow? You saw yellow, right? How much blue did you see when you were looking for yellow? Okay, now have a quick look around now and notice how many blue things are there around you? There's plenty of blue, right? If you look for it, it's there, right? But when we're looking for yellow, we don't see the blue. And sometimes when we're looking for the bad, we don't see the good. It doesn't mean it isn't there. It just means that we're not looking for it. So how do we use this to help us in our life? Well, you've got to set a kind of, in, you've got to set an intention, really. You've got to wake up every day and you've got to say, I want to see the good stuff. You know, like, almost like you've got to convince your brain. I'm interested in seeing the good stuff. Please show me the good stuff. You know, don't, don't filter it out. I want to see it. I, I, you know, if it's there, I'd like to know that it's there. So we have to be, I guess we have to be as interested in the good as we are in the bad. Now, this is difficult because the brain is more interested in negative information. The brain has one job, really, and that is to keep us alive. It's to keep us safe uh, by any means necessary. So your brain doesn't care how happy you are. It just cares how, it just cares about how safe you are. So it's more interested in the negative because it can't really do much with positive information. You know, it's looking for how am I not safe? You know, where are the problems? Where are the risks? Um, you know, how can I help? from a survival point of view. Um, you know, so your brain will give more weight to the negative. So we've got to kind of take control of this. You know, we've got to override our, what you might call default settings, and we've got to make an effort to look for more positives. So every morning you'll wake up, and if you say, look, I want to see all the ways that I am loved. I want to see all the ways that I am good enough. I want to see all the ways that I am safe. You know, show me how positive the world is. Show me the good in other people. You know, show me how wonderful my relationships are. Show me how lucky I am. If this is what we're interested in, then your brain is going to start letting more of that information through into your conscious awareness. And it's just going to appear in front of you like magic. Now, a lot of people talk about the, you know, in these things like the law of attraction, where they say, if you put your intention out to the universe, then the universe, um, you know, kind of like gives it back to you. But what if what's really happening is when we set our intention and says, I'd like good things to start happening, those good things were always there. Those good things were always happening. Those opportunities were always there. It's just, we weren't looking for them. We were filtering them out by looking for the negatives. And that's what our brain was showing us. You know, our brain is just doing what we're asking it to do. Show me all the things that are bad about my life. So what does your brain do? Show you all the things that are bad about your life. It looks for it and it finds it and it shows it to you. If you say to your brain instead, show me all the things that are good about my life. Show me the things that I have to be thankful for. You know, what's going well? Now, this is the simplest way to remember this is instead of asking the question, you know, What's wrong? Simply ask yourself the question, what's right? Now, I'd like to know what's right. I'm interested in knowing what's right. Your brain will begin to show it to you. So try this out. 
see what happens. You know, if you've been, if you've got into the habit of looking for yellow in your life um, and that's making you unhappy, then why don't you try looking for blue instead? Whatever that blue represents for you, try looking for the opposite of what you've been looking for and see what happens. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Happiness Hacks. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. I'll see you next time.